The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Earlier this week, City Council asked Richmond's Planning Commission to consider significant changes to the city's master plan. VPM News reporter Jad Khalil spoke with some experts about what the amendments could mean for growth, density, and housing. In 2020, City Council approved Richmond 300. The new master plan was based on hundreds of interviews and community input and won a prestigious national award for city planning. But there were still concerns. The plan did not articulate an aggressive enough and ambitious enough goals for affordable housing. Stephen Wade is the vice president of the Partnership for Smarter Growth, which calls for progressive urban planning. City Council had concerns, too. Eight pages of suggestions were put together in 2021. And at Monday's meeting, council formally attached them as an appendix to Richmond 300. Andreas Addison represents the first district. And that's meant to be a way of saying these are official concerns we have as we now act on the next steps. One of those concerns is that planners should project more growth than they already are. But another is that some neighborhoods could become too crowded. And that raised criticism that the amendments were contradictory. The Planning Commission will examine the suggestions, but not until 2025. Jad Khalil, VPM News. The next issue of the Chesterfield Observer will be its last. A co-owner of the weekly newspaper, which has been in business for 27 years, confirmed its closure to Style Weekly on Tuesday. The print edition of the paper covered all aspects of life in the county and at its pinnacle distributed 70,000 copies each week throughout the area. In 2019, the publication received 24 awards from the Virginia Press Association, including recognition for overall excellence. What do one of the first black female architects in Virginia, a Chinese immigrant who later served during World War II, and the creator of the motto, Virginia is for lovers, all have in common? They're all part of a new exhibit at the Library of Virginia called 200 Years, 200 Stories, which runs through October. The exhibit celebrates two centuries of collecting millions of pages and thousands of terabytes of historical data. Library officials want to highlight, quote, heroes and villains, the famous and infamous, the powerful and the powerless in the anniversary event. All Virginia public colleges withhold student transcripts as a debt collection tactic. Legislation advanced this week to require universities to release academic transcripts to students in specific situations, and it heads to the Senate Education Committee next for further consideration. Senator Ghazala Hashmi is the bill's sponsor. One thing that we know from the research is that students do want to pay their debt. They are facing an inability to do so, and we're seeking options to enable students to make right with the institution, but also to be able to successfully complete their degree programs or to engage in employment, which would actually help them to repay the debt that they owed. The bill would require students to set up a payment plan in order to get their transcripts. Jay Spear with the Virginia Poverty Law Center testified in support of the bill Monday. No one testified in opposition to it. A Virginia senator says the state should wait to implement new environmental measures that would reduce the impact of farming on rivers and streams. 
Current legislation sets a 2026 deadline for farmers to install fencing to keep livestock out of waterways and to plant barrier crops to prevent pesticide runoff, but a House bill would push the deadline to 2030, according to the Virginia Mercury. Proponents of the measure say fencing and other supplies are too expensive right now due to inflation, supply chain issues, and the pandemic. An opponent of the bill asked why a four-year delay would be needed after a -a two-and-a-half-year pandemic. A House of Delegates panel advanced a bill Monday that would keep state agencies from contracting with certain Chinese companies. The House committee's discussion focused on a recent executive order from Governor Glenn Youngkin, according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch. In December, he banned the use of TikTok on state communications devices. The bill would also restrict American companies contracting with the state from installing the social media platform on Virginia-issued devices. The proposal moving out of committee follows the state's withdrawal from consideration for a Ford battery plant with ties to a Chinese technology company. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.